It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Hey everyone, uh, misplaced emotions. Ryan and I were just talking about that, but we're talking <laughs> NFL podcast. It is episode 120 of the NFL podcast, NFL in London, week 14 preview with Wade McWayne and Ryan Cole. Yeah, we start with the deep emotional stuff before start the Start getting yeah. all... Get the tears get, flowing. You, you have to trough through all of your negative all emotions, get all that dark energy up there, especially when you look at some of the scores that went on last week. But as a Bears fan... Your life is all about oh energy. Oh my god. <clears throat> We're gonna, yeah. live in a sea of dark energy. Dark energy, dark matter, all of that darkness. Hello, my darkness, old friend. Um, we're going to go through the Week 13 games and preview some of the Week 14 games. Uh, games up in the air, obviously, with COVID-19. Not sure if you heard about it. Apparently, it's in the news for 2020. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so we're going to go through all the games and see. Uh, last week, Ryan and I watched at our own places. I was on the couch Home screen. base. Home, home base. base. Not actually at home base, although that would be a good idea for them to open up in the parking lot, have some little tailgate parties. Um, mafia through the table. Let's go in. We'll start with the, the first game, the 34-30 win by the Detroit Lions over the Chicago Bears. Chicago was looking good in this game. Man, we were looking good. Trubisky, first half, looking great. Moving the ball, scoring every time they could. Second ben half. Came second half, the defense no. can't get to it. Let's, let's be honest. Matt Stafford played great in the game. But that fumble where the offensive line lets him get through, Trubisky has no shot, ball gets knocked out. Now, our defense, our offensive line should have jumped on that ball. We dropped the ball, mess up the ball, and yeah, stun Bears fan all over the world as we lose four points. And you can sort of go, look, Trubisky tried, and it was a better effort than we've had with um, in the past with Foles. The, the offensive line looked better. The running game looked great. Yeah, right? but now when you're giving up 34 points a game, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So you scored 30. The Bears' defense is the one that was a disappointment this yeah. game. Uh, again, Stafford did look great. And it's weird how he'll struggle all throughout the year. And then he plays what supposedly is a great defense. He puts up 34, 400 yards passing. Yeah. It's about time you see that. He Stafford always gets hot when it becomes irrelevant for him. Yeah. So, which is just the complete opposite of what you want him to do. Uh, but again, I think it's just over. The, Bear, the Bears have just lost it. The Mojo's gone. We've had, I think, every coach who's been an interim coach has won their first game. So yeah. they're like undefeated. So maybe that's just the thing. They got Fire Nagy to get this next win. Well, I think, I mean, those are things we got to look at. Obviously, Fire Nagy and looking at it and, you know, obviously playing Deshaun Watson this weekend. And you look at the miscues and missteps, and the House family has to sort of look at this and go, Jesus, you know, like we passed on all these things. Our own ineptitude is the thing that keeps making us do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. The whole uh, passing on Mahomes and Watson thing uh, is just never going to get old. Until they find a quarterback, that will ho- hover over you, just kind of like like the Cleveland with their 18-year playoff <laughs> drought. And it just it's one of those things, they have to figure this out. And so I think someone like Sam Darnold in the offseason, maybe. or yeah. But they might have a high enough draft pick to keep losing. Well, you're, you're right, and, and it's going to be a stain on you. It's, it's like if you were the scientist and invent, invented COVID... And you go to your next job. It's like it says here you created and released COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, look, I can't get that bugaboo. No, off the Lions would probably hire you. <laughs> yeah, they the, would. That's yeah. their hiring policy. Oh, oh really? Bring it all in. Huh? So you, you like to shoulder on bad weight, do you? Anyway, the Bears move on to the Texans this week. The Lions move on to the Packers. We move on to our next game a lot closer than we thought it was going to be. Taysom Hill uh, and the Saints kind of tripped over their own inabilities here. Well, they just let, let 21 stay to in 16. the game. Yeah. Like, Taysom Hill looked again. He looked all right. He's passing better. The intermediate, bit longer passes. Michael Thomas got more involved. Uh, they still, I think Kamara still struggled to get a dominant performance. So we're missing. I think we're going to maybe get Breeze back this week. 
Uh, potentially, I don't know how long it takes ribs to heal. I thought that 14 ribs would yeah. take a lot longer than three weeks, but apparently uh, they got a great staff. You wrap them in gold. Yeah, it's so, bling bling. Yeah, and he just wraps it in the jewelry. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. He ties his wife. Diamond crusted. This should this should do it. Uh, but again, Norman doing have to do. These are always tough games. Division game on the road. Uh, so to keep that number one seed, uh, they just got. It's all about their defense right now. That's mm. what New Orleans, and that's what you kind of want to get hot. You want your defense feeling themselves going into the playoffs, especially into December, because that's when you can make like hell for a lot of teams. So uh, Atlanta's just got to keep winning, just because they got Green Bay right on them for that number mm. one seed, and they want that buy. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you have someone like Drew Brees, who's now just brittle, old brittle Brees. Yeah. I mean, the, the Saints played all right, uh, but too many mistakes. You know, you've got to have bigger. You know, I had Atlanta to cover this one. I thought Atlanta might even win because they had nothing to lose, and 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 they played like that. But you know, Matt Ryan was putting up some okay numbers. That New Orleans defense is very stalwart, very tough. They move on with another win, but they are beatable. Uh, this game, you know, we we watch. I watched this game. It was close for a point. Indianapolis Colts wow, irk out a six right point down. win. What a great game. Um, you know, the Texans were trying to put up as much as they could. Uh, but the Colts, they still can't win convincingly, no, can they? No. Every time that they're winning, you're just sort of like, uh, how's the other shoe going to drop and, and how are they going to get their feet swept? And especially uh, when you had an offense that was missing Will Fuller. They didn't really have many weapons. Watson was still able to move the ball up and down the field. If it wasn't for that fumble right at the mm-hmm. end, they would have won that. They were at the two with yeah. like, uh, like three, like 30 seconds left. So it was pretty much over. Big mistake. It's just when it rains, it pours, right? And it's just one of those seasons like, you saw it in, like, J.J. Watt's eyes yeah. when it happened, and he's just like, get me the hell. He had just get me the hell out of here face. Yeah, no, um, he, he's starting to remind me of Mr. Incredible from The Incredible. But they're going to trade him. He's a, a good fat trade Mr. Piece. Incredible. He's a good trade oh, piece. Oh, he is, totally. To someone. So, again, Houston, you gotta you got to win these games, especially giving my Dolph, those Dolphins that better pick. So that's even more infuriating. But the Colts did what they have to do, came out. Ran the ball. Uh, again, Jonathan Taylor's looking better as the season goes yeah. on, finally. Starting to figure it out. Again, like you said, wasn't convincing. Phil Rivers, again, against a not great team, should put up more than this. But yeah. what do you, they're the Colts. They're, this is not a Colts team that scares me right now. And no. they got to really find that next gear, especially offensively. They're, they're a game away from getting... You know, you could see them getting upset in the playoffs by like a wildcard team. Someone who just pumps them and they're just like, what the hell happened? They don't have that sort of scary factor to them. Speaking of scary factors, no, uh, imagine no, having no. it all and losing it. That's what happened. The Jets build up enough of a lead. Uh, everyone watching this game, I was watching it. I was enthralled by it. And then you watch the cover defense uh, <laughs> that, that used by the Jets uh, to lose this game to Vegas. I think everyone, you sort of go, okay, you tanked that on purpose. You yeah, tanked that it did on purpose. It, did not, it looked like the most obvious way it, to get the number one player. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't. It was yeah. all Greg Williams. Because Greg Williams, if you think about it, Greg Williams, if he didn't coach in the NFL, would probably be dead of COVID. Because mm-hmm. Greg Williams is the type of guy who would never wear a mask. Mm-hmm. He'd just be screaming in people's faces on the street. Greg Williams would be dead if it weren't for the NFL. His career is dead. Yes. Because he pulled off one of the stupidest rushes. It was a great stat. It was, um, it was like out of 251 Hail Marys in NFL history... No one's brought more than six guys, and Greg Williams brought eight. Yeah. Uh, left a rookie quarterback on the fastest guy in the league. No backup. Yeah. <laughs> Even saying it is just almost ridiculous to think anyone could do that. Yeah. And Adam Gase, my God, I would have loved to see the firing. Of oh, that. my God. That would have been, like, you could have sold more tickets to that than I Tyson... 
Ben Tyson. Um, it's something teams should look at. It, they should let us in to the firings. How much would you pay for like a Adam yeah, Gase is going only on Facebook fans. Live yeah. you, as he yeah. throws a chair at yeah. Mike Williams. We're on Omegle. Uh, it was just, it pissed me off because I don't want the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence. I don't think Trevor Lawrence wants oh, to no. go to the Jets. So he's probably sitting there. It, it was It was so... I was so happy the Jets were about to win, and then so I couldn't do anything. So but total just laugh. Jets. Yeah, I just mean, laugh. as a Bears fan, you're crying in your own tears. You're like <laughs> laughing oh, and pointing God. your fingers through your tears. Uh, not very. Even good. If you, like there were there were Twitter videos of people, Jets fans, just celebrating yeah. when Henry Ruggs caught that because yeah. that just shows what it's happened to your team now. You oh know? yeah, you're just you want it, you want the abysmal, you want the apocalypse to happen. You know, and Darnold had an all right game. Yeah. You know, he played played pretty well. But then again, it was like right at the end, Adam Gase. So the Raiders, um, or the Jets got the ball back, and then the Jets go three straight runs. Yeah. Um, and then punt it back to them. It's just like, just not even, when you're 0-12, yeah. they're like, no, we're going three straight runs. Just keep running it. Give it to the old man. And we're going to milk the clock, and then they end up giving us the Raiders with like a minute left. It was just, yeah. it was unbelievable. It was just Totally, it was high school football played in the NFL. Uh, let's go to this next game. Hey, this team, the score did not show how, uh, you know, no, this, lopsided this game was. Cleveland Browns, I mean, they could have scored six in the first half. They could have had six touchdowns. Yeah, well, they uh, almost did. There was, yeah, yeah, he did, if it weren't for a drive. Um, but they had, so 41 to 35, but the Browns were beating the crap out of the Titans. I mean, they just took, took the feet off the gas in this one. Um Derrick Henry couldn't get going. Um, they, they shut down everything. Yeah, the thing is, the Browns are always going to have games like this. Browns every year will have this game where Baker just goes lights out. Four or five. I want to see it a couple weeks in a row. He's had mm-hmm. a lot of easy games. Hasn't had to do it. He played great. Give him yeah, a lot of credit. Yeah, great. Very good. Uh, came out there. They played on fire. The ten- This is, again, the Titans. We've seen them do this Like when they lose to the Bengals. And it's like you come off this big win with, with Derrick Henry just running like a beast. And then you get beat by the Browns. And yeah. it's just you're in the middle of this tight division race with the, the Colts. you got to win these games. But they just just didn't have the pieces. I think like AJ Brown got hurt yeah. uh, during the game, and Henry was just a non-factor. Because it couldn't be because it was already like, yeah what, it was, it was over. And once and they, once they start dumping the ball and you're like that, you're just gonna have to toss the ball. And, and AJ Brown was covered enough; you couldn't get it. Tannehill, Brown, you got to do better to get it to forty-one thirty-five. That's, yeah, like, get another touchdown. Uh, I mean, it was. But the fact is, all these were garbage points right near the end. Cleveland basically already had them choked out. But yeah. the Browns, when you looked at the half, you're like, Jesus, this is a beating. And it was a beating. Tennessee must have been feeling it. Uh, this game, no excitement here. We sort of all knew what the result would be. 19-7, to Miami beats Cincinnati. They get another win. Um, and more convincing another, win. Well, it's, it's another win of under 20 points. Yeah. So, again, these are the wins that, yeah, they're great in the regular season, but they're literally, what they are is, they're like the Bills of a couple of years ago where they couldn't score 20 points, but they had a great defense, yeah. kept scoring, got a lot of turnovers, and that's what they're doing. Again, you're going against the Bengals. We got now. We're going to see who the Dolphins really are now. Yeah. The Chiefs coming up this week, then the Raiders, the Bills, and the Patriots. Yeah. So now we're going to see who the real two is in the Dolphins. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't take much out of this game. Yeah. They beat a absolute beaten dog. <laughs> yeah, it was they just put it out. I think you know they look like they were playing around. It looks like they were they were missing they were messing up with something. They were actually experimenting. Uh, and you know we'll see how those experiments go. I think Flores is getting ready. Uh, for his next four games, and it's going to be very exciting. 
This game, uh, watch this game back and forth, and wow, Minnesota-Jacksonville. This game was close. Jacksonville does not make it easy for the people. King of the point spread covers. Yes, they, they are. are. They're, just, they're very good at this. And I Minnesota, just don't bet against them Minnesota anymore. was very lucky to get away with this one. Uh, Mike Glennon playing not bad. That defense playing good. Minnesota makes their own mistakes. Their, their secondary is still really bad. Yeah, they've they got up a lot of big plays. Uh, but again, you have Justin Jefferson making mm. great plays. Like He's literally... He's starting to challenge Herbert for Rookie of the Year, the way he's playing. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. They just ran Dalvin Cook, like, a ton, because mm-hmm. I think their kicker missed a couple kicks. Yeah, he did. Like, a couple key ones. Good, good Lord. I think it was Dan Bailey, or yeah. I don't remember who. Uh, but, you know what? Mike Glennon looked good for his first start in a few years. Like, Glennon had moments. Even when yeah. he was in Tampa, he had moments where he was good. I don't think it's going to really matter how well Mike Glennon plays. They're drafting a mm-hmm. uh, quarterback. So, again, they're just a competitive team, and the Jets play tough. At least they're not laying down like the Jets, yeah. right? At least they're 1-15. They've had a ton of close games, hard-fought games. So at least their fans don't see this yeah, no, you, you can't. You're not giving even, up team almost. You're not seeing some quitters, and you know they're imp- they're improvising. Considering Doug Marone's their coach. Yeah, uh, but worse. I mean, you started with Minshew, you moved to Luton, and then suddenly you've got Glennon, who's you know playing solid quarterback. But then you've had you know Robinson, who again, great rookie. This running back is is absolutely amazing in, in consideration. DJ Chark back. So, you know, they kept this game close. It just shows Minnesota, while they're making a run for the playoffs, they don't have all the tools. Speaking of tools, let's talk about the Rams. Uh, they get a win over, but Arizona, I think we've all discovered, you know, as long as you shut down one side, Kyler Murray's not going anywhere. They get Rocky too, the paper champs. Yeah. yeah a bunch of paper, because they got that big win by the lucky Hail Mary, but they would have lost like mm. almost five straight now. Kyler Murray still looked, did not look great. He had under 200 yards. He's just... They got a little connection with Hopkins, but that's that connection's still yeah. not working. The run game's not working like it was last year. Uh, the defense without Chandler Jones can't get any pressure. It's just it's a bit of a mess now. And I think even with Larry Fitzgerald, people are like, oh, Larry Fitzgerald's yeah. coming back. It's like, all right, but this is Kyler Murray. He's got to be the one to take his team, put him on his back, and and kind of carry him. And he hasn't been able to uh, the last couple of games. He's up up against a tough Rams team who just ran it down the throats. Uh, pass it, pretty much did yeah. what they wanted at will, made it defensive touchdowns, pretty much did everything. Rams, after a tough loss the week before against the Niners, to bounce back, that's a big win for them. It's, uh, and you're starting to see, it's, you know, what I've seen is, is the way to stop Murray. You put a couple pass rushers on the one side, you know that he's going to go to the other side, you shut down that other side where he's going to be running for the options, you shut down those both, he's got nothing. And he's flustering this guy is what everyone has been doing. You fluster him, he can't make it, he makes mistakes. Rams did it perfectly. You know, Arizona, they're going to have to figure it out because their offensive line well, really sucks. They're falling out of the playoff run. Definitely together, falling so. out. Speaking of playoffs, how about the New oh. York Giants, man? What a game here. Uh, I thought they would cover, but oh, I didn't think they I would win. 17-12, to 12, shutting down Seattle, really getting in that defense, stymieing them every way. Um, you know, this is a Giants team. This defense keeps them in games. They've been playing well. Colt McCoy uh, grew a beard. The gunslinger. He, he grew a beard, as gunslingers do. And uh, I guess puberty must have hit. So, um, but uh, it, what a game, this one. Yeah, and, it was really... It was. I was really quite surprised. I thought, again, Colt McCoy... Uh, it's really that Giants D is what the story was. Mm-hmm. They just made Russell Wilson literally terrified. He was running for his life. They were hitting him. 
Um, and they just weren't able to get anything going. Uh, DK Metcalf, like especially yeah. Rocket, they just that gi- give credit to the Giants. That was an absolute huge win. Four wins. Yeah, especially <laughs> even though the yeah. division actually is coming becoming kind of exciting because of yeah. the Redskins, Dallas now. It's around. like a hobo fight. And uh, who'd have thought Dallas would be the one just being like, "Hey guys, can I play?" Just <laughs> yeah. looking up at the two. Wow, it's so much talent, receiving talent, running talent, and, they're and doing injury, nothing. Yeah, exactly. We got two. So I'm excited when Daniel Jones comes back to uh, see what the Giants would do because they're playing hard for their coach and they can kind of smell this division. And I think, yeah. Seattle's gonna do. They can't keep having losses like this because yeah. it's this is the these are the ones that you gotta put out. If you're a great team that's gonna go to a Super Bowl, you gotta put down the Giants because you might actually be playing them again. And if yeah. they, they might have shown the blueprint to how to beat Russell Wilson. Yeah, so, and and that's something you. But it's probably not because he's Russell Wilson. It's Russell Wilson. He's gonna have to rebound from that. But that defense stymied them and and put so much pressure on them. Uh, this game, you know, uh, this was a 14 point spread in this one for some people. 14 and a half. Um, Green Bay Packers win convincingly. Aaron Rodgers still looking good. Eagles in a mess. You know, they're still in that messy division. You know, Packers are looking good, but they still have the three losses. They can beat a team like this. That's it. Yeah, they're just, that's just, that was just a classic Green Bay game. You know, they just, Rodgers looked great, throwing it around. Their defense, the defense made it, well, again, you put on Wentz. Again, you saw Wentz pretty much get benched. Jalen Hurts came in, actually yeah, moved it around a bad. bit. Yeah. Um, it's just they're in a bit of a mess now because Wentz and his contract, like they can't get rid of him. It's like if they got rid of him, it's like something like a sixty million dollar hit yeah. to their to their cap. So it's like they're not going to do that. And you're gonna have, I guess, a thirty million dollar backup because yeah. I don't think anyone's going to trade and take that contract. No, you just want something to happen to his. So leg, it's a bit of a mess now. It's like, but what do you do? I guess the thing is. Do you kind of have to go to Hurts and give him a game? But can you really now go back? I don't think you can. Like, the division's not out of it, but if you're going with Jalen Hurts, you got to go to the end of the season and yeah. see, let them fight it out next year. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, we'll get into it later, but they're playing New Orleans. You don't want to put a rookie quarterback against the best defense yeah, in the league. Yeah, exactly. He's dead. When you've got the worst offensive line, we'll get into this, but I think putting him in this week, you're just going to kill yeah, the that poor kid. Yeah, Wentz fail. He's yeah, used to let it him die. Let him die. He's used to it this year. Speaking of dying, uh, holy man of war. Uh, Bill Belichick has always has a strategy to limit the best thing in the opposition. He just limited the whole opposition in a, the worst beating the Chargers have ever experienced, 45 to nothing. Um, let's be honest about this. So this was special teams and defense. Cam Newton did not have a great game. He stayed in it. But this was yeah. This was other this parts is, of the pie. Yeah, there's lots of things. This is a team, I think, that's that's done with Anthony Glenn. I think they will have oh, playing for yeah. him. Uh, I think after that decisions he did in Buffalo, like, but again, we talked about it. Belichick just knows how to stop first year quarterbacks. It's just this; he's done this a million times. But this, what the the Chargers fired their special teams coach, and clearly that that wasn't him. He's probably yeah. he was probably sitting at home being like, "See, what yeah, me? I told you, what yeah. me? These guys are useless out there." But but this is something that Anthony Lynn has to get control of. Like his that special team has been a problem all year. This isn't the new thing. His kicker's been terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that field goal at the end that got returned for a half, going for like this crazy long field goal. Uh, it was just so classic Chargers, and it was already over. And I felt bad for Herbert because I was actually looking forward to this game being exciting. Yeah. And then you got Cam Newton who threw for like ninety yards, and it's forty five nothing. It's just a weird, strange. Game. Yeah, it was a beating without really being a beating, but it was. Again, the special teams taking over. Patriots doing what they do. Good coaching wins games. 
Speaking of winning games, it's a uh, Canadian high school football victory. It is pretty is much what it was, where one team was just, just literally blind. like they never played and football they, and before. And they and they and they put in like the special ed kids at the halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver Broncos, uh, cl- close game. The Kansas City Chiefs, six points only in this one. Broncos defense keeps them in it, and they can still keep games close. Uh, but the Chiefs not looking as definitive. You yep. would think this would be a, a game where you'd put a lot of points on the board, and they still couldn't. Well, they didn't play Edwards there. Uh, he he had an illness, so you sat him, yeah. which was a nice surprise for my team. Uh, nice surprise for my fantasy team yeah. as well. So uh, having him down, Le'Veon Bell came in, didn't really do too much. Uh, but again, division games, these teams know each other. They mm-hmm. play each other all the time. Uh, Fangio is a good defensive coach, so he knows he's going to find a way. And I think, again, yeah, they... They made it tough for the for the for the Chiefs and the Chiefs with everyone always gushing this impossible offense. That's they talk like the Chiefs haven't been scoring forty five points a game. No. But the way people talk about them is if they've just been scoring. Like it was 50 a year ago, yeah. yeah. So again, the Chiefs have had a couple of games where they weren't that convincing. And again, I, I'm looking forward to more Chiefs games where they're going to play tougher defenses like Denver because they'll walk all over the crap teams. But yeah, uh, I don't think they're this. They're the team they were last year. They no, they're, like they're not the offense. They don't, but yeah. they are still the Chiefs. They're going to be first place. They're going to get the bye. And we'll yeah, see. They, we'll see. they still got the homes. They don't have the same offensive line, obviously, with the protection giving them that much time and the defense as well. So they're, they're not able to rebound with as many scores and also can get scored on as well. But uh, yeah, but if you're Denver too, you just want to see more from like Drew Locke. It's so hard with Drew Locke, but you don't have a uh, good offensive line. The kid is just so inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, inconsistent. Pittsburgh Steelers handled their first loss. It's upsend week. Uh, Washington football team beats them 23-17. to You get beat by a team with no name. That's how you lose um, yeah. it all. But, you know, Washington, let's give them credit for their, for their defense, yeah. playing really hard. Uh, they lost Gibson, so they used McKissick, which was all right. Um, but, you know, this was, a, this was a hard-fought win. We all knew that Pittsburgh was going to take a loss. I don't think a lot of people thought it was going to be Washington. I think it was, this was like the writing was on the wall for this almost in a way. The upset, they haven't been playing well. They've just been squeaking by mm-hmm. average teams. And again, you got Alex Smith who's competent. He's he's not going to light it up, uh, but he's he went out there. He's dicking and dunking and moving the ball. And he's already he's going to be comeback player of the year. He has yeah. to be no matter what happens. And they were able to basically make big stop the run and force Big Ben to throw fifty times. And you know when you're asking a almost like a thirty eight year old quarterback. With a wrist who just came off elbow injury and risk and had yeah. injury history, they're asking them too much, and they've been dropping balls, and it's just been really inconsistent. So I'm not surprised they lost, uh, but Washington, give them credit, they're fighting for that division as well. They smell it, so yeah. it's gonna, the <clears throat> NFC East is actually interesting again. So. Yeah, no, the NFC East is a bunch of cockroaches, aren't they? They just eat the hole through the garbage bag, and they're in just ripping up everybody's business. Go. So great win, I think everyone was happy. Uh, you know, a lot of Miami fans obviously happy. Speaking of happy, let's go to the Buffalo Bills fans. Buffalo, uh, you know, uh, I you chose San Francisco to, to I be... I did. Listen, it's my strategy of just picking against the yeah. Bills when I... Well, to be fair, I have good historical context since they haven't won a Monday night game in this century. Yeah. It's in 1999. Uh, they, they haven't won. They've lost all their uh, primetime games this year leading mm-hmm. up to it. So I felt justified in San Francisco's playing hot, but... I did not see Josh this Allen, game by yeah. Josh Allen ever. Like not ever, but he was sensational. He oh, yeah. was literally when you talk about people in, in the zone, like he was a guy in the zone. Like he was just it was just surgery. Yeah. And all they talked about on the on the on the broadcast was 
Robert Salah and yeah. his defense and how he runs up and down stairs before games. And he, Josh Allen just said, like, what defense? And just yeah. said, like, say goodbye to your job, like, first head coach off the board. Uh, it was impressive to see. Uh, the Bills deep made some key turnovers. And it was that one was just all Josh Allen. You got to tip the hat. He, yeah. He, is, he has arrived. And he did it in a national stage. For everyone to see, so I loved it. I it, loved every second of that. It was a nice, it was a good beating. I mean, San Francisco was able to put 24 points up. Nick Mullins is not horrible. He's they had that stat that he's the third highest passing yards per game behind yeah. like Mahomes and uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's amazing. Like, and he's the highest on, on, on the uh, on the 49ers, but you know, tight on them. You don't have a lot of players. Had they had some of the big players back, you know, who knows how many times that Garoppolo would have thrown interceptions. The final game we had of the week uh, was the Woeful Cowboys, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore beats them, uh, doubles them up 34-17. They needed this. Uh, Lamar Jackson needed it. Uh, the running game was actually something. We saw Dobbins, uh, and they were able to get the running game, but Dallas has no... They can't stop anybody. Yeah, Dallas is done. And the thing is, Ravens are so done. They would have lost this. They're falling deeper and deeper out of the hole. They're, again, they're yeah. like the Patriots. They're still... They're out of the playoff picture right now. They're still a game behind. So, again, yeah, Dalton thrown around. They just... These look again. I think the Cowboys have a lot of like, thinking to do in the off season, like because you can't pay Amari Cooper twenty million for what he's doing. No. Like Amari Cooper is one of the highest paid. Ezekiel Elliott still looks slow. He's got yeah. absolutely no game breakaway speed. So he's kind of like an old Emmett Smith. He kind of looks like, and that defense is a mess. And I just it's just a disaster. And they've been pulled from the Sunday night game for the first time yeah. in NFL history. So they've been yanked, deservedly so. Yes, it so is. I'm sure that will make Jerry Jones. Oh, Jerry Jones. I'm furious. sure that'll. I'm sure he'll call Donald Trump about it to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you know, Baltimore, but good on Ravens. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson had to have a big game again, but it was against the Cowboys. I want to see Lamar beat a competitor. So yeah, until I see that, I'm, I'm going to say, well done for beating a team that's already dead. Yeah, it wasn't that, that emphatic, uh, and it was enough of a win. Now let's talk about uh, Week 14. Ryan and I are going to preview the Week 14 games. Go through them all. Hey, we've got DraftKings with us as well. Do you want to play on our DraftKings League? NFL in London is a league. Find us. You can find it at this podcast. We'll put a link up there. Click on that. Join us in the free and paid contests. Good thing about the free contests. You can play around. Paid contests are all small ones. Buck or two bucks. Hey, have some fun. Let's start with our Thursday night game, Friday morning game. This is going to be an interesting game. The New England Patriots versus the LA Rams. Did this game happen in a Super Bowl a few years ago? Yes, it did. And uh, the, tox- the toxic shock uh, is still uh, going through all of the Rams uh, locker rooms since then. Uh, the game is five-point favorites to the Rams in this one with a 45-point over-under. This will happen at 1.20 in the morning tomorrow. Ryan, what It will be happening at 6.30 in the morning for me. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to this game. I think New England's one of those teams that, again, it's the it's the, the, the Palpatine. It's just like the, the, the dark lord of, yeah. of Belichick over Sean McVay. Like, what can Sean McVay do? Because what what that offense that was unstoppable got absolutely mm-hmm. nothing in the Super Bowl, and this is an offense that is oh, has its moments where it's terrible to great. So it's going to be even harder for them. Belichick, I really want to pick the Reds, but I think the Patriots are just this desperate team right now. We're playing great with Damian Harris again. I think they don't need Cam Newton to throw for two hundred yards, yeah, uh, because they're just now a running team. Uh, the defense is coming up, looking bigger. Looking stronger, they got Stefan Gilmore back, so it can really make some plays. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the Patriots to win this. Um, I just think it's gonna be a bit of a low-scoring game. So I'm gonna say 23-20, just oh, just at the the over/under. 
Yeah, I, I feel that's perfect score. Yeah, no, I, I've got the Patriots to win this one as well. I've got a 27-24. Uh, look, Bill Belichick, it's going to come down to coaching. You know, McVay has already said historically that he got beat and outcoached in that one, and I can't see him being, you know, that's what's going to be definitive, I think, for the Patriots going forward now, that Belichick has to step up his game because Cam Newton is not. So yeah. there's a lot more research that goes into it. And the defense has been playing, and they've just been playing very simple plays, but they work. And the running plays are simple, but they work. And he's just going back to the basics. He's going to go back to the basics on them. And I've got New England win by three points. Moving on to our next game we've got, let's go, uh, the Houston Texans at Chicago Bears. Uh, the line that I had was one, but now it's one and a half for the Texans in Chicago. 45 points is the over-under. Ryan and I were talking about this just prior to we did the podcast, and I mentioned uh, that not only uh, Deshaun Watson has a history of not liking the Bears because we didn't even look at him when we passed him over to pick up the much-heralded Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> That's even worse to not even get a look, not yeah. even get a phone call, being like, no, it's definitely not even not a not even a like. Oh uh, yeah, I think you got to take that into consideration. I think players remember that sort of stuff, and because they're egos, they're Ooh. maniacs, right? You kind of have to be to be a quarterback in this league. And I think you got right now a Chicago team that's just they know they're out of the playoffs. They know it's pretty much over. Matt Nagy has to do something, but he's just in an impossible position. He's got Trubisky waiting to go back to Foles. It's just, yeah. you literally have no options. Um, rock at a hard place. So, I'm going to go with Houston to win this. I think just after that last second loss, it's going to be tough. I'm going to go just go with who's got the better quarterback. I think equally they have the same amount of weapons and um, I think J.J. Watt can at least make Trubisky's life a little bit of trouble. So I'm going to go with the Texans to win this 28-24. Uh, I also have the Texans to beat my Bears. Um, again, this Deshaun Watson motivating factor. The one thing I think that will only work is if we do it again is get that running game going. You know, Montgomery was great last week, and, and Trubisky was finding um, Allen Robinson for a lot of great plays. It's using those basics, knowing the fact that, you know, that... They're drug cheaters that we're facing. <laughs> They're cheater cheaters. Um, but, again, I, I still think that Houston, it comes down to Deshaun Watson, who is just a better quarterback. I have them winning 30-26. Uh, to 26. Move on to our next game. We have the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tennessee 7.5-point favorites, which is a lot considering how closely that Jacksonville keeps these games. Uh, it is at home in Jacksonville, which means it's free meth. Uh, for anyone who attends, <laughs> and bobbleheads. Yeah, right? and bring it. Bring head. a toothbrush so you can knock out some of your teeth. <laughs> um, People just yeah, they don't even want to have fans that sneak in. No one even knows because they live there. Yeah, exactly. uh, live in the stadium. Uh, basically, I I like. Well, obviously, I think if you're Tennessee, these are the games you just have to lay a beat down. I want to finally say Jacksonville's not going to cover the spread because I. But Tennessee in itself, has, their defense has been mm -hmm. terrible. They can't stop anyone. Um, again, they signed Clowney. He's always just been injured or completely inefficient. They get no pass rush. So I think the Jags are at least... They, they got a couple guys like Robinson and Chark who can... They, mm -hmm. they, they kind of got nothing to lose playing for. So I think... Actually, I am going to pick them to cover it because I just think if A.J. Brown's still a bit banged up and he's not at full speed, they don't really... Corey Davis finally had a good game last week after years waiting yeah. for that breakout game. So if he can get going, and A.J. Brown, they can get this thing back go back rolling. But I think right now, I'm going to pick Jacksonville to cover, just because they keep doing it. Until yeah. they don't, I'm going to stop. Uh, I'm going to go, but it's going to be 31-28. to 28. Fairly close to my score, Ryan. I got 31-26. to 26. Um, Look, 
the one good thing, Jacksonville is very good at stopping the run. And, and I think that's going to make it very difficult for Derrick Henry, which is going to put a lot of pressure again on Ryan Tannehill. James Robinson, though, you look at the Tennessee Titans, they're not good at stopping the run. So Robinson is just going to plow right into them. They're basically going to give them a taste of their own medicine. I could see Jacksonville winning this one, but like you, I see Jacksonville covering it. Um, they are playing with nothing to lose, and we've seen that Tennessee is far too inconsistent. I have this one, as I say, 31 Tennessee, 26 Jacksonville, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville wins. Uh, let's move on to our next game. It is two, well, well, we'll start with this one, Dallas and Cincinnati. Dallas yeah. is 4-9, and nine, Cincinnati 2-9-1. and one. This is possibly one of the ugliest games to watch <laughs> all weekend. Like, it's... The line is three and a half for Dallas, a 43-point over-under. Red zone has already said, we don't yeah, even know if we're going to cover this one. No. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's not even having announcers. This is the first game. Yeah. It's just going to just let the, let the audio They're go. just going to let Instagram people talk just about security it. security yeah. cameras. Influencers. Um, so yeah, this is going to be an absolutely pointless game to even talk about. I think there's really, if you're the Bengals, what do you even... You don't even have, like... Anything to cheer for. I guess you're cheering for T. Higgins to be good. Maybe Joe Mixon's back. Maybe Joe Mixon's back. But again, you know Joe Mixon's good. Yeah. So um, I, I just think, yeah, to me, if, if you're Dallas, it's like you just don't, like, the playoffs are out, the division's over. Mm-hmm. So again, you got Dalton who's literally playing himself out of even a backup job in the NFL. So it, yeah, this is going to be a game I have zero interest. Not going to bet it. No. Not going to play any. Pl- actually, I got to play. Uh, actually, I'm off this week with a bye. <laughs> But I wouldn't play anyone in it. It's just an absolute disaster. If I, I would stay away from it, I think we should stay away from it too. <laughs> this just this just in Sky Sports announced they're going to show that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. And uh, I mean, you haven't said your score yet. Oh, sorry. My score is going to be. Um, I still. I think it'll be 27-20 for Dallas. I've got this one 20 to 16 for Dallas. Uh, yeah, I just. I'm, yeah, not, who cares? I'm not interested. Really this game, this next game, I like because it's two sort of evenly matched teams. I'm talking about the Denver Broncos 4-8 against Carolina 4-8. You know, they both have a lot of similarities, I find. Uh, you know, a lot of injuries that have happened. Now, will Christian McCaffrey be back this week? Is Teddy Bridgewater going to come back from injuries? A lot of questions. That's why there was no line on this one. Uh, currently no line on this one. Again, if you're going to choose this one, wait right till game oh, yeah. time. This is a tough one to even choose, right? Because you don't know. And it, it, it's there's so many COVID injuries. Obviously, they've lost Moore. Uh, I think they've lost, uh, what's his name, the running back, uh, Davis. So Carolina apparently has lost like eight guys. So this game is going to be a COVID game time special. COVID special. Um, yeah, I think, again, if you're Denver, you know you're pretty much out of it this year. It's all about Drew Locke. It's all about seeing something. Because I think mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're sitting there, Denver, and you're seeing guys like, Josh Allen taking the next step, and then you saw what Lamar did, and you've just seen these young guns really taking yeah. over the league. And you're sitting there waiting, like, True Lock is like, come on, be that guy. Have that game where you're just yeah. picking people apart. You know, I think losing Sutton obviously hurt. Fant's been injured a bit up and down, but, like, he hasn't had anything that makes me think this guy's the man. Yeah. And I think if you're going to be a quarterback, and you're going to be a franchise quarterback, you got to show glimmers of that like even when josh allen was a rookie he showed at least glimmers amongst terrible games mm-hmm. but he had some absolute games where he just threw some throws you've never seen someone do drew Locke's supposed to have a big arm you know i want to see it more but he just again it's just a team that until i see it with all its pieces then i can judge it but right now if i'm a denver fan i'm just begging that he does something yeah, no, I agree with you there on that one. Uh, boring game, but I still have Carolina to win this one. I, I think 24-18 is what I've got. What was your score on that one? 
Um, I'm going to go with Carolina to win this uh, 24-17. Pretty close to mine. Uh, moving on to our other, our next game. Uh, we got Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Man, this game is actually going to be quite exciting, I think. Uh, you got Minnesota 6-6 six and six against Tampa Bay 7-5. and five. Uh, The Buccaneers are favored by 6.5 in this one, over under 57.5. Now, let's talk about you've got a Minnesota team that struggled last week um, and got an overtime win. And then you've got Tom Brady, the best run defense in the game against Dalvin Cook. And they're coming off a bye. Coming off a bye. Where a lot of people have been down on them, so they really need a bounce-back game, you know, a game to get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, this is going to be, I think, I agree, I think this might be one of the most fun games of the of the week, because mm-hmm. I think you might have a bit of a shootout, because uh, Tampa Bay can't cover anyone. Uh, we saw that the last time uh, they played, when they played Mahomes, and gave up 200 yards in one quarter uh, to Tyreek Hill. And I think you've seen Justin Jefferson, Thielen's back, um, and they're they're feeling themselves. Starting off one and five, they're now six and six, mm-hmm. right in the thick of that playoff spot. So um, I think this is gonna be a real tough game. I'm gonna go with the Bucks because I'm gonna go with the bye and the fact that Brady has to write this ship. And I mm-hmm. think the fact that it's in Tampa, um, and I'm sure Brady has an amazing record off bye. So I'm gonna say Arians and them gonna get together, but it's gonna be a bit of a shootout, thirty-four to thirty. For the Bucks. Oh, so you've got uh, Minnesota to cover. I, I do not have Minnesota to cover. Uh, look, the thing I the, you have to remember is, too, is that once Minnesota goes down, so say they go down by two touchdowns, it's all on Kirk Cousins. And to be able to toss that ball deep, yeah, you got Thielen, you got Jefferson, but they're going to be covered, very covered. And he's going to face a lot of pressure. I, I see this getting into a beating, like an ugly beating territory. I got it 35-24. Um, I don't, I see Miami, or sorry, Minnesota getting choked out in this one. Uh, let's talk about our next game, uh, the Arizona Cardinals at New York Giants. Uh, very interesting game as well. Been a fun game. This one I wouldn't. I'm be interested in because we are now seeing now the the Cardinals are only two point favorites in this one, but you know the New York Giants, who no one really wanted to watch, now they're kind of interesting. And because we're starting to see defenses figure out Arizona, and you've got the Giants emerging as a really good defense. How are they going to deal with Kyler Murray? Well, they just came back, just came off playing Russell Wilson, who has a little bit mm-hmm. of Kyler Murray mold to him. Otherwise, Kyler Murray is much faster. Um, but I think this is a good matchup for the Giants, and I think they can make Kyler Murray's life a bit difficult for him. I think you got to take that that momentum and that they're feeling themselves in that Giants D. So I kind of want to pick, and I think Arizona's just been on such a bad run, and it just yeah. it just doesn't feel like it's working. I think that on the road in grass, in the cold, coming from Arizona is going to be tough on Kyler Murray. I'm going to go with the Giants doing this. I, I really think uh, they're playing for Joe Judge, especially with all their injuries. So I, I think this will be a good kind of low-scoring game, uh, 24-20 Giants. Ryan almost chose my score there. I got the same. I got 23 to 20 oh. uh, for the Giants to win. I like the Giants. This is one of my picks of the week. Uh, I think they're, you know, they're motivated by this. Uh, and also one thing I do find, and this is a fantasy uh, little tip for you guys, Wayne Gallman Jr. Uh, Arizona is horrible against the rush. They are horrible. I mean, you look at the Jets almost ran 100 yards, What's it? and it was a nobody. So I like the Giants here. Um, you know, it's to me, it's just it's going to be an easy game for them to at least play, have some fun. Well, 23-20. But if you're Arizona, if you lose this, you're pretty much out. You're it's pretty much done. Gonna, it's another NFC loss. It's it's win or die, Kyle Murray. So it's time to now be the leader. Put your team on. Leader, leader. On follow, the shoulders. Follow the leader. Let's talk about our final 6 o'clock game. This is the Sky Game uh, AFC treat. It's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Miami Dolphins. 
Uh, Miami's playing, so Neil Reynolds will be jizzing himself. <laughs> Seven points is the favorites in this one. 50 points over under. It is in Miami. Now, this is going to be interesting. Um, very, you know, you've got the two high-scoring teams. You've got Miami. Well, I wouldn't say Dolphins are high-scoring Well, team. they did put up a bucket load against San Francisco. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see is, is you know, how they're going to be able to cover these guys. Is Kansas City defense good, and will Miami be able to go back well, and forth? It's, it's, again, this is a question of whether this is the ultimate test for Miami. You've been winning games ugly, 20 to 16, you know, mm. 20 to 3. Now you got to see if you can keep up with Patrick Mahomes, if Tua can move the ball down the field. Uh, you don't have a great running game. You know, Gaskin's fine. Um, and, but the, you have a great secondary. But again, they have so many weapons they can beat you with. Sammy Watkins is back. Mm. If they have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he'll be back. And I just think this is just way too much for Tua to be able to go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. Very few quarterbacks have been able to. Yeah, he's hasn't really put together that game. And I think they're going to be able to make a rookie quarterback that intimidation factor playing the champ. Though playing against Mahomes, I think it's going to be too tough for him. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this uh, 27-17. Um, yeah, you've got, you know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, MVP, it's sort of, you know, him and Aaron Rodgers playing at this sort of level right now. Um, but you know, that again, this Chiefs defense is having some issues. It all comes down to what we talked about earlier about coaching it. And, you know, if you look at Brian Flores, some of the stuff he's been doing is crazy. Like you're like, he's been amazing. You're just like, what? And he, he pulls it off and he's got the conviction and I see him doing stuff like this. I I see him mixing stuff up and I see him confusing the Chiefs. I think that they will lose. I think Miami will lose, but I think they're going to be close. I've got um, Kansas City winning this 30-27. to 27. Miami covering this one, but I think that Kansas City is going to sweat this sucker. Uh, moving on to our 9 o'clock games. This game would have been interesting. Two teams that seem to lose a lot. We're talking about the Colts and the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders uh, getting across a, a much-needed win against uh, the Jets and the Colts also getting a victory. Colts are favored by three points in this one. It is in Vegas. They have been playing well at home. 9.05 kickoff in this one. Well, yeah, and to be, to be honest, if you're Indianapolis, the only thing you're thinking of is stop Darren Waller. Because mm-hmm. Darren Waller had 200 yards, two touchdowns. I think it was something they like put up like 58. Right in my DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. Just unstoppable. He has been absolutely incredible. Uh, great story. With him, um, again, I think the Raiders, to me, that was, even though they won that game, that was as lucky a thing that could ever happen to you. And they should have lost yeah. that game. And they're a team that's kind of been drifting after the beatdown with Atlanta. You barely beat the Jets. Now you got to play the Colts, who are in a real battle for first place. Um, I just think it's going to be too much for the Raiders. I think the defense is going to be able to stop them, especially if Jacobs doesn't play. Or even if he's yeah, banged they up. They say Jason. Then Jacobs is out. Yeah, yeah saying, so yeah. then they got to play Booker. So I'm going to go with the Colts. Just They're going to be able to stop. If you stop Waller, I feel the Colts can stop them. And I think they have the defense to do it. Um, and Rivers knows the Raiders. He's played yeah. them for years. So I think that's got to come into play. And he's owned them for years. So I'm going to go with the Colts to win this 28-23. Um, to 23. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> You also have to look at how bad the Raiders are. Let's look at the running game. They let that rookie, what was his name again? Ty Johnson run over 110 yards on them. What do you think Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are going to do them? Jonathan Taylor will bust a nut figuratively, I guess, all over these guys. Um, I think the only thing that takes them down. This is the get back, right? This is push the Raiders down. 
I don't see the Raiders just having enough to overcome this. It's going to be too much. The defense, the offense, they're really playing a good team this time. Not the Jets. They'll try to rebound, but they're going to lose this one 31-24. Okay, we move on to the Jets. Uh, they are playing the Seahawks. The Seahawks could really use a win. The Jets would really like to know what a win looks like. Uh, 13 and a half points is the over or is the spread in this one, the 46 point over under. Uh, the weather forecast for Seattle is going to be uh, stoned. Um, Make me this Greg Williams cloud will be over the Jets and yeah. just feel like new men not being screamed at by a psychopath. Yeah, that is making bad calls. A criminal that plays that's a coach basically. How this guy keeps getting hired um, is amazing. But again, yeah, if you're Seattle, you came off a game and you got whooped by the Giants. You now you're playing the other, the complete opposite, the Jets. So you got to take care of business. You got to lay a beat down. You got to show everyone that you're back and you can move the ball and you can do it as well. So I feel like the Seattle's going to be pissed, especially coming off that last game against. They're going to take it out on the Jets. The Jets to me are done. They they never they're going zero and sixteen. There's just no way. Uh, I think Seattle's. I'm even going to take them to cover this. I think it's going to be a like thirty-one to thirteen. Um, yeah, I, I have the Jets to cover this one. I think it's too much. You, Seattle was shown a lot of holes last week by the Giants. And I think you, you're facing two New York teams in a row. The one thing that you look at is that offensive line for Russell Wilson sucks. And if the Jets, who have a lot of pressure, can put this pressure on him and keep him, you know, you, you're just going to watch the game tape from New York last week and go, do that, do that, do that. Try to lock down Lockett. Try to lock down what they, you know, what they can. You're not going to stop everything, but I think they got enough to stop them. I've got uh, Seattle winning this one, 30 to 20. Uh, but I see, I see the Jets staying themselves in the game. All right, uh, battle of the NFC uh, North this time. Green Bay Packers against Detroit Lions. Detroit beat Chicago last week. They're at home, and now they're uh, eight-point underdogs to the Packers. 55 is the over-under. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers is firing. Uh, Aaron Jones yeah. is playing well. And he gets to play in the Dome this week. So, you know, Rodgers, Rodgers is going to feel it in the Dome. Him yeah. and Devontae Adams have been an incredible mm -hmm. combination all year. Like Rodgers is having maybe one of his best years he's ever had. Maybe it's he's, he plays better when he stops dating celebrities. It could be. It could be. Maybe it's uh, like the Tony Romo effect. So stop yep. like dated stop digging your dick in famous things. The Kardashian curse. Yeah. Like it's that thing. So he's feeling himself. I think the Lions, again, because this is a division game, I think these teams know each other and they fight and they'll keep it close. I think the Lions, Stafford, off that game, is feeling himself. Bit of confidence. The running game's working. Um, I think the fact that Patricia's not there, the team is actually having fun again. So I'm going to actually pick them. I think the Packers are going to win, but I think it's going to be close. Uh, I'm going to go with 30-27 to 27, uh, Packers win. Yeah, I, I'm the same way uh, in, in this one. I think it's actually going to be a lot closer than people think. Also because you look like Swift and Galladay are going to be back um, this week. Oh, which, there we go. Yeah, so, so that's that's going to also have a factor. I mean, you have to look at it. You know, people talk about Green Bay and, and you know, how they, how they took love um, last year and they didn't take... You know, you've got to also wonder... What Aaron Rodgers when he looks at Claypool and says, oh, "Shit, matter imagine what would happen if I would have had that guy." Yeah. Um, I, I like I just like the Lions in this one. I, I like them to cover it uh, because I think Green Bay they'll build up a win. They know it's over. Uh, but Detroit just like they did with Chicago, and they've done it with everyone. They have the way to keep themselves back in the game. You think of that Atlanta game when they just fire back and they keep themselves in it. I've got Green Bay winning this one by five, twenty-eight, twenty-three. Uh, this one, another stinker we've got. It's the Falcons versus the... Well, it actually could be a fun game. It could be all right. It's, it uh, Record-wise, it's a stinker. It Record-wise, but when you look at, you know, Herbert and having lost by 45 points, 
you know, Matt Ryan is used to getting dumped on. Um, Especially by Bill Belichick. He might as well just have Cleveland Steamer written on his chest. They can talk about how his balls taste together Mm, at the halftime at at the end of the game. I would feel Um, you choked out. I think this is going to be a fun game, too. This one I'm going to keep an eye on. I think at least you're going to have two offenses that are going to be able to potentially move the ball. And I think the the Chargers coming off last week have to get that back. Again, Herbert just got absolutely owned. And I don't think Atlanta can can do anything like what Bill Belichick no. did. So, um, to me, the, I think Atlanta's going to win this. I just think the Anthony Lynn factor that this guy is weighing over his head, even whoever the coach is of Atlanta, I don't mm-hmm. even remember because they've, they've fired Dan Quinn. Even him could beat Anthony Lynn, I believe. It's probably a better coach. So I'm going to go with the Falcons to win this. Um, pretty close game. I think they'll do the three points. I'm going to go with 26-23. Uh, to 23. Uh, yeah, Anthony Lynn has been out coached, but he's got too many good players in this. And one thing I think it's the big thing is going to be is uh, Eckler because Atlanta has been horrible against the run. And also, if key personnel, Keenan Allen is going to have a great game in this one as well. I just like the Chargers too much in this one. They're at home. You get blown out the week before by 45 points. Everyone is going to be pissed. And the defense shown they can get it. So I like... The Chargers to upset here. This is one of my big plays week. Uh, I've got them to win 31-24. to All right, a couple more games left. We move into our next game. This one, a game I'm actually interested in watching this game. Might watch this, the late game. Uh, New Orleans at Philadelphia. Um, maybe Drew Brees is back. We're not sure. Hurts versus Hill. Hurts, it's actually going to be, Hurts it could be and a Hill. Game. It could be a good game. 10-2 and two New Orleans. 3-8-1 uh, and one Philadelphia. 45 points is the over-under. New Orleans favored by 7 in this one. Taysom Hill is coming a lot better. Philadelphia, um, you know, is Slay, uh, Slay going to be out? We don't know. Um, that's going to affect them a lot if they can be able to cover people. I think people. it's just way too much to ask of Jalen Hurts to come and play against this defense that's feeling themselves and playing at the best they played in years. Um, I think Taysom Hills, again, he's into his third game now. He's playing better and better. Mm-hmm. The Saints just don't skip a beat when their Drew Brees goes down. Even last year, they were like 5-0 and with Bridgewater. This year, 2-0. and um, again, I think it's just going to be way too much. I think Hurts is going to be way over his head. He's going to have a pretty terrible game, and I think the Saints will definitely cover this because of defense. Probably get a defensive touchdown. Uh, I think it's going to be 31 uh, to 21. I, we talked about this earlier and how stupid I think it is to play Hurts uh, in a game against the possibly one of the best defenses, uh, pass rush defenses in the league. Um you know, I could see him getting smoked. And the other thing, Doug Peterson does so many friggin' stupid things. Like, you know, you got Miles Sanders, who is a great running back. Why the hell are you throwing in Jordan Howard all the time? Why are you throwing in Jordan Howard to get crunched? Absolutely crunched. When Sanders has been playing well, it just, he's just in, insane. I see this as a blowout. I see New Orleans kicking the crap out of this one. 34 to 20. That's what I have as a winner. All right, this game, we'll see what happens in this one. It's nine twenty-five game, and it's a Washington football team against the 49ers. Hey, no, it's going it to be a good be, game. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a battle game where, you know, two five and seven teams, they both have a lot on the line here. Um, you know, potential playoffs. Well, the Niners, yeah, they're going to run the table, and then you have Washington, who's in the division. So I so think three and a half, couple weeks ago, yeah, this looked like yeah. a dog of a game. Three and a half point favorites in this one for the 49ers. Mullins uh, uh, versus Smith. This is going to be a tough game. I mean, San Francisco played Buffalo tough enough. They got 24 points on them. Uh, but Washington, obviously, has got to feel really hot after being the QB killers. They they really chased Big Ben all over the place last year. Yeah, and you got Alex Smith against his old team uh, fighting for the division. I think this is going to be fun. Um, Mullins, 
again, I think maybe Garoppolo could be back. They were saying on the broadcast that he could be. Um, until that happens, again, I think this Washington team has just got the momentum. they got the defense that's putting a lot of pressure. And, and that's when the Bills were able to get pressure to Mullins. They were able to make them make mistakes. Um, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Washington to win this. I think they, they're in this fight for the division while San Francisco's got just too many injuries. And they just keep using too many different running backs. So they can't get any motion, any flow of the yeah. game. Because you keep changing all the time. And it just it feels like they've been so successful at running that they've just forgotten to actually have a running back that you can just go to and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, so, But I'm going to go Washington to win this in a bit of a close game, uh, 24-23. Uh, I am contrarian in this one. I got the 49ers to win this one. Uh, I just think the way, you know, they've got to feel proud about themselves. They played against Buffalo very well. I don't think Washington would be able to play as well against Buffalo as San Francisco did. Um, so I like San Francisco at home to win and cover this one. I've got them to winning this one 24-20. to 20. Now we go to Ryan's Game of the Week. Yeah. This game will air 1.20 in the morning. Uh, I'll be in bed by this it'll, one it'll probably. It will be an early morning game for me. It will be Pittsburgh Steelers uh, coming off their first loss. And, of course, after coming off that loss, they are now underdogs. Buffalo Bills are favored in this one by 2.5 points at home. Yeah, after Vegas made the Bills 1-point underdogs to a 5-6 and six team yeah. uh, last week. The, Smarting the about that absolute at all? disrespect that was shown. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. I think the Bills having that, getting that... Monkey off their back with the primetime win last week. Uh, I don't think Josh Allen's going to be play as well as he did last week. I think Pittsburgh's going to be able to make it harder. But they lost Bud Dupree, and mm-hmm. that's a big loss to them. So they don't have the pass rush they did. Um, I think the Bills, again, they have a way better secondary with Hayden um, being able to be on digs. But I think they just don't have a running game. And the Bills, even though they can't stop it, aren't going to be afraid of their running game. So they're going to try and make Big Ben beat them um and i think the bills just uh, right now they gotta win this and i think they're gonna win this i'm picking them this week oh, ho, ho. i'm going back to picking them i just think they, they've just got a good good feeling about themselves right now and they know this division is right there for the taking especially if the patriots lose this week and knowing miami plays kansas city and that will already be in the book so i'm gonna go with the bills to win this uh 24 to 20 I think it's going to be not a uh, high-scoring game. Cover the spread. Uh, I, too, have Buffalo Bills to win this one. Um, you're right about the protection they've also... And you know, the one thing that's really starting to... Get, I've noticed more and more is how many bloody passes Pittsburgh drops. Yeah. I mean, the amount of passes, the amount of times where they're just looking ahead down the field and they're looking ahead to what's going to happen in the yards after the catch and they're dropping the balls. This... You, and it's, it's happening more and more, and I see this as something that they're not addressing. Uh, so I've got Buffalo to win this one, 31 to 28. You know, Pittsburgh has been making their own mistakes. They rely on their defense to keep them in at this game, and I think they're, it's not going to work. We move to our final game now. Man, these guys play enough uh, against each other. We sort of know what's going to happen, but this game could be exciting. It's a 1-15 kickoff on Tuesday morning. It's a late Monday night Ooh. game as the Baltimore Ravens and Cleveland Browns face off. Interesting game here, Baker Mayfield coming off that big game. Baltimore coming off a win as well, but they both need this. You're talking an eight and uh, five and a nine and three team. Um, you know, yeah. Well, this is what I was saying. Where I want to see Baker have a good game now against a good two good teams in a row, division game. You know, I think Baltimore's pretty much had Baker's number over the last couple of years mm-hmm. playing, and they're again they're in a desperate spot. I think even if Cleveland can lose, they're they're still in a good position to make the playoffs. Um, I think the Ravens are the more desperate team. So I'm going to pick Baltimore 
to win this. I think Cleveland, yes, they've been playing well, but I think Baltimore is just in their heads and just knows how to beat them. And Lamar's, Lamar's got to play better. So, again, this is a big Lamar game. I would need to see more from him as well. Because he's thrown from the 200 yards a game yeah. this year. And it's just not good enough. And I want to see old Lamar, and I think he's going to show up a bit here to, this week. I'm going to go 30-24 uh, to 24 for the Ravens. I'm with you on this one. I've got Baltimore. Uh, the spread in this one is one. I've got them to win by three. Uh, they've had their number too many times. It's the defense. Also, I think, you know, Cleveland's not very good against mobile quarterbacks. Lamar is going to have to use his mobility in this one, run around and mess around with his defense. Uh, Chubb and Hunt, I think, are going to run into a big wall. They've been really good against the defense. Baltimore's wide uh, running back should have a good game on this one. I've got Baltimore winning this one 30-24. to 24. That is it for our Week 14 preview, our Week 13 review, everybody. Uh, Wait and Ryan here for NFL in London. Make sure you join our DraftKings League. Find us on all the social media channels. And good luck, everyone. Reach out. Hopefully we'll all get together this year so we can all watch the NFL together. Stay safe.